You are listening to a Stat Media Group production. This is Cargo Masterminds presented by Cargo One. This is an exclusive one-to-one weekly interview series with leaders from the world's leading air cargo and logistics companies. It is Monday and it is time to catch up with the new Cargo Mastermind with your host, Reggie John. From its origins as a small regional freight operator established in 1946, Cathay Pacific Airways has grown to become one of the world's leading combination cargo carriers and has helped to build Hong Kong into the world's busiest air cargo hub. In 2023, Cathay announced the rebrand of its cargo business to Cathay Cargo. The change aligns with the airline's overarching brand redesign and reinforces the existing strong brand association and perceptions held by its customers. The rebrand connects Cathay Cargo to the Master Cathay brand, a premier travel lifestyle brand offering a range of products and services that create more value for customers and partners. All of Cathay Pacific's cargo operations are grouped under its cargo unit. The pandemic saw the Hong Kong headquartered carrier being hit the longest and the deepest. Few major airlines in the world were hit by the COVID pandemic as hard as Cathay or have labored so mightily to recover from it. To talk about Cathay Cargo's fight to emerge from the long shadow of COVID and what the last quarter of the year and the year ahead look like, I am joined by Tom Irwin, Director of Cathay Cargo. Tom has been with Cathay since 1995 and in September 2020, right in the midst of the pandemic, he was appointed as the Director of Cathay Cargo. Tom leads all aspects of Cathay Pacific Group's cargo strategy and performance, including Cathay Pacific Cargo dedicated freighter and passenger Benley fleet operations, Air Hong Kong, Global Logistics Systems, and Cathay Pacific Services Limited, Cathay's dedicated cargo terminal operator in Hong Kong. Tom Owen, the cargo mastermind of this episode, joins us from Hong Kong. Tom, great to have you for this conversation. Thank you, Reggie. It's great to be here. Tom, let's uh, look at the traffic figures available for the last three months. Uh, there has been a consistent growth uh, in the volume of cargo carried in July, August and September. The September being 119,963 tons. Uh, do you expect the growth momentum and the growth trend to continue for the remaining three months, the last quarter of 2023? Uh, in short, yes, we do. Uh, we're approaching uh, the traditional year-end peak X, uh, the Greater Bay Area and surrounding uh, areas, and that is looking in reasonable shape. Uh, we're also uh, fortunate that uh, we are still rebuilding our capacity after COVID hit us, uh, as you know, and we were one of the carriers that hit the longest and the deepest and so this time last year, we weren't operating many wide bodies. So the, the growth in tonnage is driven by both the market, but primarily actually because we have a lot more capacity available to sell this year. Uh, and we will have in the last quarter of the year than last year. From a Cathay Cargo perspective and from a Hong Kong perspective, uh, do you expect to see a peak season? Uh, yes, we are seeing a peak season. And it is uh, encouraging to see 
that although some of the more traditional shipments that we would carry across uh, through Hong Kong around tech, uh, garments, etc., are weaker, um, the e-commerce uh, phenomenon is, uh, is, is strong and uh, has continued to grow post-COVID. And are you seeing demand uh, strengthening, uh, particularly on your Trans-Pacific network? Yes, we are seeing uh, demand uh, growing. I said it's primarily around um, e-commerce uh, products that are being shipped in good quantities by air through Hong Kong, through our Hong Kong hub uh, to North American consumers. And there's been um, an encouraging uptick of that as the year end approaches and families are purchasing stuff uh, online for, for obviously the end of the year. And also the retailers are restocking. Don't know. What market intelligence are you collecting, given that there is a positive sign that the U.S. business sees strong demand uh, heading into the holiday season and are worried about running out of inventory, which you actually mentioned in the previous answer? Do you expect to see some shifts in volumes meant for ocean freight to air? I'm not sure we will see shifts from uh, sea to air, but uh, what we have seen is the demand for air anyway grow. Uh, and as a result, we've been increasing our capacity on the Trans-Pacific lanes over the last couple of months, and we'll continue to do so through November and, and early December. And do you have your main deck and uh, belly capacity back to what uh, they were in pre-COVID? If not, when do you expect to that you will have that full capacity back in uh, with you? Yes, we're building our capacity as, as quickly as we can um, to respond to the to market. Uh, we are going to be around 85% of our cargo capacity that is combined freighter and belly space by the end of, uh, of this year. Give us a sense of your uh, key cargo markets um, in the world and within that, the top cargo markets and where does India fit in? Yeah, well, India is a terribly important market for us and it's in our, it's in our top three. Our main markets being in Hong Kong, blessed with a great location, uh, sort of sitting in the middle of the main trade lanes, Asia to America, Asia to Europe, of course. Uh, and then we have Asia to India and the subcontinent, intra-Asia, and then intra, uh, well, so ex-America, back to Asia. There are sort of our main markets. And uh, I said Hong Kong being geographically well-positioned to capture those trade flows. No, but I remember a couple of months back, I did an interview with you when you visited um, uh, India, and uh, we did talk about uh, the importance of India as a market within the global freighter and or Cathay network. Give us a sense of the the destination that you cover within India and the amount, the number of uh, freighter operations that you have. Yeah, so we, we currently operate between 15 and 20 freighters a week for India. Um, and it so it goes up and down depending on the demand specifically. Uh, we operate currently to, uh, to three cities, but will be four cities uh, from the 1st of February. Um, and on the passenger uh, side, the we operate wide body aircraft into India carrying between 15, 25 tons of cargo, depending on the circumstances. So we operate a range of aircraft, 330s, 350s, and the big 777s. Uh, we operate Bangalore, Delhi, Bombay, and we're looking forward to relaunching or restarting uh, Chennai in early uh, next year. And give us a sense of your uh, current global freighter network. Uh, how many destinations do you connect, and what is the total number of uh, freighter flights uh, you operate per week? So we operate, uh, again, seasonally, but between about 95 and 105 freighters a week. Uh, we flex up during uh, peak seasons and where we have opportunities for discrete demand. And on the passenger side, uh, we operate between 750 and 800 uh, wide bodies flights a week around all parts of the globe. And on the cargo front, we have about 42 
uh, unique destinations that we serve at the moment. Tom, let's talk about your uh, key verticals. Um, I think e-commerce uh, looks to be the biggest volume player in your network. And what are the key trade lanes for your cross-border e-commerce shipment? Yeah, well, e-commerce is, has been a pleasant surprise uh, after COVID, and it continues to be strong. We estimate you know, anywhere between 50-60% possibly of, of our current ex-Greater Bay Area Hong Kong cargo is related to e-commerce. Um, and our main trade lanes are really uh, the Trans-Pacific uh, lane uh, to the US East and West Coast. Uh, although having said that, there's also e-commerce flying down into Southeast Asia and into, into Europe as well. And I think uh, in the, the main hubs of, of Hong Kong, uh, Guangzhou, Shenzhen, et cetera, are all uh, seeing that that opportunity. But Hong Kong, with its uh, big network and great connectivity and seamless transfers, has, mean, has meant that it's benefited significantly in the last year post-COVID from e-commerce growth. Tom, you operate uh, a fleet of big birds, uh, 747s, 14747-8s, and uh, 6747-400ERFs. Uh, is there going to be any change in the freight of fleet mix in the near future? Our freight of fleet is actually uh, young. It's uh, 10 to 12 years average age at the moment with the Dash 8s, all the late, some of the later ones off the production line. So we're in a particularly hurry to change that. Uh, that said, of course, we need to remain relevant to the scale sufficient to uh, reward our forwarders and, and provide our relevance to the market. Uh, but we haven't got anything particularly to announce at this time on future orders. On to your plan for the Air Hong Kong fleet. Uh, so there are 15 freighters, Airbus 300s and 330s. Um, you have an operating lease uh, expiring for two of the 300s of this year and for six 300s in 2024. Uh, what is the plan for revamping the Air Hong Kong fleet? Yeah, so exactly. So by the end of next year, we'll be 100% uh, 330 freighter fleet. Uh, we're moving the, the older 300 aircraft. That is primarily because the, the Asian logistics hub, which we operate for DHL with our Air Hong Kong flights, uh, is a strong one for express cargo. And on the back of the expanded DHL operation uh, in terms of terminal capacity, uh, we have the ability to upgrade our freighter network and capacity. So yes, all, all 330 freighter by the end of next year. So by the end of next year, you will still have the total number of 15 freighters? Currently it's 15, but obviously we're looking to to see opportunities for growth when they, when they emerge with DHL. John, tell us uh, how Cathay Cargo plans to proliferate um, the digital transformation programs to optimize your assets, capacity, and revenue to make it pervasive across your network, market, and partners. Uh, you've been one of the front runners in terms of uh, digital transformation of your processes. In a nutshell, we've, we've had our focus on digital expansion and development for the last three or four years, an investment program that uh, has key KPIs every year and, and carries through until uh, 2025, at which point we'll re-engage and, and redevelop that. I think a few areas to focus on. One is what we call digital cargo, which is everything around the cargo operation being digitized, removing paper and increasing automation. Um, there's another angle around uh, the uh, digital linkage with our freight forwarders that involves booking engines, tra track and trace, uh, and enhancing our website and digital experience for freight forwarders and shippers to, to use. And finally, there's the area of um, the, the way we communicate in terms of the, the technology and the messaging that we use, where we're very much leading the charge to equip ourselves to be one record capable by 2026 across all of our processes. Uh, give us any sense of uh, maybe a special focus on this in terms of investment, in terms of uh, the vision, the larger, bigger vision for Cathay Cargo yeah. on the digitalization front. 
We've been investing in our own uh, booking capability and we'll continue to invest in the ability for our freight forwarders to actually change and update and manage their own bookings as they make them going forward, much like we can do on the passenger side. So that'd be one key focus. We're trying to create our website as a digital cargo hub, really, with uh, all the uh, the needs and wants of our forwarders satisfied through our online offering uh, through cathaycargo.com. I think uh, we're also looking to uh, work a second point with our freight forwarder community and trying to bring our own linkages to their linkages into the warehouse operations so we can uh, ensure that we understand where the cargo is and, and the condition, et cetera. And finally, I mentioned to you before, we work as with one record to try and build that messaging out across our processes. Yeah. Um, the IATOP One Record is a remarkable, uh, very significant pilot scheme uh, with the Airport Authority uh, Hong Kong to offer IATA one record protocols for international sea to air cargo acceptance uh, logged outside uh, the origin airport's cargo terminal uh, that's at the Hong Kong International Airport a logistic park in uh, in the greater bay area for export from Hong Kong give us a sense of how this particular project is actually progressing the one record trial we did would involve basically Demerco Cathay Cargo at the Airport Authority, and we were the first airline um, to do a one-record uh, trial using sea-to-air. The actual facility we're doing it out of is in Dongguan, which is right in the heart of the Greater Bay Area, where a lot of the production is is made for global trade, for e-commerce and other things. The concept is now being been well established and has been operating for several months now uh, successfully. Pre-screening uh, and uh, security checks of cargo uh, up in the Chinese mainland in, in, in GBA and Dongguan, and then moving it down the uh, Pearl River by barge uh, straight to HKIA, the airport, where it will go straight onto the relevant aircraft that's taking the cargo out of Hong Kong. Or if it needs to dwell a bit longer, we'll be going to our cargo terminal. The Cathay Cargo Terminal will be taken out to the, the flight required. The, the benefits really are a lower cost for freight forwarders in the GBA. It's 50% of the our handling costs in the terminal or the published handling costs, uh, and also a seamless and an easy transit experience given the uh, expedited cargo customs clearance and screening upstream. So it's been a good trial so far, and it's got um, some great opportunity ahead. We're about to turn on the inbound to uh, encourage imports into the GBO2. When do you expect to do that inbound? Uh, we expect to turn that on by the end of this year and start selling inbound on the Cathay Cargo Network through to GBA. Can you share with uh, uh, any sense of the volume of cargo moving under this project? Uh, it's um, been building month over month. Um, we're roughly up to about one and a half to 747 loads uh, a week, which is not you know as significant as it needs to be. But uh, a lot of the teething problems are now ironed out and a lot of the issues with customs that have been worked through. Great cooperation between governments, between the airport authority and between the airlines and the terminals. So we expect that growth to to continue to grow. It's month over month growth at the moment, and it's looking very positive. What is the feedback from your forwarders? I believe uh, that the scheme is open to Hong Kong freight forwarders that are regulated agents. Uh, how many of them do you have as of now? Uh, we have about 50 agents now that are, are able to use that terminal, uh, and we're adding them every month. The feedback's been uh, overall positive. I think uh, the, the number of sailings and the speed of the vessels uh, needs to continue to improve which it will, but they appreciate the lower costs of the handling and the um, the seamless connectivity that we've been developing uh, with the sea to air facility. And it's just part really of an overall improvement in our connections with the Greater Bay Area, which is obviously a key focus for Cathay Cargo's future.
So I'd like to end the conversation now. We're still about like 45 days to end the year. Uh, 2024 is very close to us. Uh, what's the sense that you get in terms of uh, global lead free market? Is there anything that does uh, both in terms of tailwinds and headwinds? I think uh, headwinds are obviously the, the wider concern around uh, international trade that uh, we talk about a lot. Uh, in, in regard to the economic situation of the of the globe, right, and the what's happening to air cargo, but I think the uh, the tailwinds that are pushing us along are in other sectors, such as as I mentioned a couple of times in this chat, uh, e-commerce, international global e-commerce, which uh, shows uh, them currently no signs of slowing down in terms of growth, but also areas such as perishable cargo into the Chinese mainland. Uh, and pharmaceuticals, which are also other two other verticals we've been investing in heavily over the last few years at Cafe Cargo. So like all these things, Rajit, the, the cargo market is up and down. It's very cyclical, and uh, we're ready for an agile for anything that's thrown our way uh, as, uh, as the year comes to an end and also next year. Tom, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. That was Tom Owen, Director of Cafe Cargo. That's it from us at Staff Media Group. We bring cargo masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in and come back next Monday for a fresh episode.